Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us again. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with returning guest, Dr. Joaquin Mulcavedo. He's joining us here as Global HEOR and Value Strategy Director at Securus. Now, Securus is one of the world's largest influenza providers. He's returning to talk about the benefits of real-world evidence to assess vaccine economic impacts in influenza. Welcome back, Joaquin. Thank you so much for returning. Thank you so much, Neil. First of all, I want to start saying I'm glad to be here with you and your and your audience. Thank you. Tell us a bit about yourself for the people that aren't familiar with you uh, when you were with us before. Perfect. My name is Joaquin Mulcavido. Uh, I'm the Global Health Economics and Value Study Director at Securius, a global leader in seasonal influenza prevention and pandemic influenza preparedness. At Securius, I provide leadership on Securius market access strategies to ensure broad payer coverage for Securius products. Prior to joining Securius, I was a Global Health Economics and Outcome Research Director at Bayer Pharmaceuticals, overseeing its real-world aviation strategy within the oncology division. In addition, I also previously worked with Pfizer and held the, and held the title of Health Economics and Outcome Research Senior Director for Latin America and Primary Care. My academic background, I received my bachelor in economics from the University del Pacifico in Lima, Peru, before earning my master in business administration from Paris University, and my PhD in applied economics from the University of Alicante, this is in Spain. Additionally, I had also developed advanced courses in pharmacoeconomics at the University of York in England. Not only do the physical uh, and mental aspects of influenza affect people greatly, there's a, a massive economic impact as well, is there not? Uh, that is a really important question. As influenza viruses change, so does the burden of disease. And, uh, there are some seasons that are mild, other seasons that are more severe. For example, in the U.S., the CDC has estimated that there have been between 140,000 up to 700,000 hospitalizations and between 12,000 to up to 52,000 deaths annually between 2010 and 2020, all of which come with associated healthcare costs and economic burden, as you can imagine. For example, in 2018, there was a, a quite interesting publication from, from Pulse et al. Uh, for the U.S., and they this, this author estimated average annual total economic burden of influenza to the healthcare system and society was around $11.2 billion. Mm. If we split this between direct medical costs and, and indirect costs, we will say that direct medical costs were around $3.2 billion and indirect costs were uh, or sums up to $8 billion US dollars. And these numbers are built up because, uh, as an example, and in average, uh, there is around uh, or expected to be around 21.6 million ill non-medical attended patients, around 3.7 million office-based outpatient visits annually expected, around 650,000 emergency department visits annually uh, expected. Hospitalizations are around 247,000 uh, in you know, in a season, in a winter season. And that's, uh, as mentioned, annually we expect around 36,000 uh, uh, deaths, unfortunately, uh, uh, due influenza. So 
as you mentioned, these are important numbers for sure. Tell us a bit about the national immunization technical advisory groups that are, are placed stationed around the world. What exactly are they involved in, and how does real-world evidence in health economics and outcomes research support those groups? Okay, that's a, a really great question, Neil. Um, data collected from real-world evidence studies, and for real-world evidence studies, I mean studies conducted in real medical settings under regular medical practices, uh, can be beneficial for economic analysis in countries, regions, and specific scenarios by allowing us to evaluate the vaccine effectiveness and estimate influenza-related costs and their benefits. With real-world evidence, we may be able to identify what will be the vaccine effectiveness that later could be used as an input within cost-effectiveness models that later we present with NITACs or payers or if feasible, we may estimate directly through real-world evidence analysis the mean healthcare cost per vaccinated person and compare those costs across the different vaccines within your analysis. I would say the later approach is stronger. This assessment regularly follows a predefined study period, as an example, an influenza season, and uses real healthcare expenses from people attended in regular clinical practices and compare those expenses depending on which vaccine was received. Mm -hmm. These comparisons can be done across regions, for example, South uh, versus North, to evaluate if, if there are regions with higher influenza costs than others, or also for estimating any cost difference across different healthcare providers. Let's say uh, Medicare against Medicaid, uh, as an example and analyze, of course, which providers have higher influenza mean cost based on the type of vaccine received. So this information, as you can imagine, is really, really important for players and the National Immunization Technical Advisory Group because it's not only depending, of course, uh, it's critical to understand uh, the benefits of, 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 of the effectiveness and the protections of vaccine, but also uh, the cost uh, and if it makes sense uh, to, to, to purchase a specific vaccine in comparison to other if uh, the clinical and economic uh, uh, value is fully aligned. Talk a bit about the co-circulation of COVID-19 and the flu and about how the flu is impacted by COVID-19 hesitancy. Yeah, thanks, Neil. This is a very important question, especially under uh, today's current circumstances. Just as COVID-19 mitigation measures help reduce the spread of the virus and other infective pathogens like influenza, as many countries continue to decrease such measures, it is expected that COVID-19 influenza and other respiratory viruses will increase in viral activity simultaneously. We are already observing pre-pandemic level resurgence of influenza in the South Hemisphere, for example, especially in countries as Australia or Argentina, which are anticipated to be mirrored in the Northern Hemisphere this coming influenza season. Sometimes, uh, uh, Neil, uh, the South Hemisphere has been a good predictor of the North Hemisphere. So we will need to, to be track, uh, retracking uh, out and also well prepared, especially for the limited number of hospital services, such as influenza uh, uh, intense care units. Also, now talking about the role in hospital resources, uh, it's important to mention here that flu vaccination prevents 10,000 hospitalizations each year. For example, during 2019-2020, the CDC found that flu vaccination prevented an estimated 
105,000 flu-related hospitalizations. These are hospital resources that under a new COVID-19 wave will be needed. Flu vaccines can help with this purpose. Give us a website where our listeners can learn more about the developments at Securus. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity to share. To learn more on economic analysis with real-world evidence study, please go to Securus.com. Uh, this is a this is a Securus SharePoint where you can find this information. And that's www.seqirus.com, Securus.com, correct? Correct. That's right. absolutely correct. Joaquin, I appreciate you as always. Thank you so much for contributing here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you. Thanks so much for the opportunity. It has been my pleasure to talk to you, Neil, and I'm looking forward to the next opportunity. As am I. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with returning guest, Dr. Joaquin Mocuvedo. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 